You are listening to weekly messages from Austin Christian Fellowship. For more information about ACF, visit acfellowship.org. Well, good morning. How is everyone doing? Happy New Year. Y'all good? Yeah? Can we uh, thank our amazing worship team for that? Uh... Man, Lord. That was... Uh... That was beautiful. If I don't know you, my name is Chris Tapkin and I'm one of the pastors here. Um, Let me put some context to what we just experienced. Never underestimate when a group of people gather to bring an offering of praise to the Lord what happens in that room. Amen? Amen? The atmosphere changes when we bring our heart to the Lord. The atmosphere shifts to what becomes spiritual in nature. And that's what you just experienced this morning when you came and you didn't sing about the Lord, you sang to him. When, when, when a group of people come together and they start singing to him and bringing their praise and affection and worship unto the Lord, atmospheres change. And that's what you just experienced. And that's why, listen, that's why church is so important. When the body gathers together, the atmosphere changes, yeah? You got me going already. I'm just, I'm already way off track. Anyway, um, I'm so, so good to see you guys. And, and welcome online. I want to welcome our, can we, can we uh, put our hands together and let them know? Yeah, welcome online. Families and friends and guests, um, so good to see you. We, a um, couple things before we get into our word this morning. And we're going to be in Mark chapter 12 and ACFers. Remember, we're not putting the scriptures on the slides anymore on the screens. You gotta bring these things. So um, if you need a Bible, raise your hand. Our team will bring and give you one. Please don't be shy. If you brought a copy of your scripture, um, go to to Mark um, chapter 12. A couple things. If you want to connect more to Austin Christian Fellowship, how do you do that? We have a... QR code, or you can text the word ACF Connect, all one word, to 512-866-9908. And by the way, I hope that you do. Uh, If we can help serve you in any way, um, if you want to be more connected, small groups, um, if you need prayer, um, whatever it is that we can help with as a staff, we would love to do that. So someone will be with you this week if you would um, text ACF Connect to that number or take a picture of that QR code. And starting next week, Pastor Will's gonna be here where we start a new series for 2023. What then shall we do with the Bible? We're gonna spend eight weeks, church, and I'm so fired up. I'm gonna be sitting right there in the front row. I can't wait for the eight weeks that we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna dive in deep about this Bible and what it means in 2023. What does it mean in our life? Now, the last two weeks of the series, you all get to ask us the questions of what do you want Pastor Will or whoever's teaching to answer? So here is a 
QR code that you can submit your questions. Since he's not here today, make them hard. Okay, can we make Pastor Will sweat a little bit? Make him dig out some of those old uh, seminary books. But we wanna, we, we wanna answer questions that you are asking. So would you submit those? Um, and, we, and we're gonna spend the last two weeks. Y'all excited about that series? What are we gonna do with the Bible? It's gonna be awesome. But for today, I wanna talk about 2023. It's just this time of the year where all get to, it all starts new. And I'm calling today's message, 2023, the year of the heart. Can we pray? So Lord, here we are, first day of a new year, the year 2023, and here we are, God. Just ask, God, with all my heart that you would encourage us today through the word. So, Lord, I confess in front of these people, I need you. Would you, would you bless me with a fresh anointing, God, to share the word? And I can't do that on my own, God. My words are empty and hollow and nothing to them, but with an anointing, God, with your grace, these words can have power, Lord. They can touch hearts, they can have marked moments, God, and that's what I pray for this morning. Would the, would the freshness, the newness of your spirit land right now in this room, God? The new year, would you, would you serve fresh bread to the people, God? that have come, that have come, God, to bring an offering of praise and worship. Now use this time of teaching to encourage us, Lord, to grow us, all by the power of your spirit moving in this place. This I ask, God, with a, with a humbleness, with a desperation, honestly, God, I need you right now. Come, Spirit, in Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. amen. Mark 12, verse 28, and we'll go through 34. Here's what God's word says. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, which command is the most important of all? Jesus answered, the most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, you're right, teacher, you have truly said, he is one, and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. 
And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. What kind of heart are you preparing for the Lord in 2023? This new year time is a time where we prepare and we plan. A, a time when we think about the future and, and, and our current state. I wanna ask you, what kind of heart are you preparing for the Lord this year? Now for some of you, that's a whole different thought process. That may be a new thought to you. Because we think about, I wanna plan and prepare to lose so many pounds. Or I wanna, I wanna plan and prepare to, to save this much money. Whatever it is that you're planning and preparing. But what if, church, think, what if we change that up in 2023? What if we said, we're gonna prepare our hearts in 2023? for the Lord. In the series that we went through in counterculture, we studied the Beatitudes. And we looked at the Sermon on the Mount. And if you go down a little bit further in the Sermon on the Mount scripture, in verse 19, Matthew 5, verse 19, there's this exchange that Jesus talks about. And he talks about the kingdom of God is gonna be composed of two groups of people. One he calls greater and one he calls lesser. Both in the kingdom of God, but one called greater and one called lesser. I'm so glad, aren't you, friends, that God doesn't leave us hanging or have us try to guess what is greater or what is not greater? See, I think what he's talking about is he's gonna look at all of our life choices together. All of the things that we've done and made choices in our life, and he's gonna say, greater or lesser, both within the kingdom. Well, what's greater? Well, Mark 12 tells us, nothing greater than loving God with all your heart. You see, some people are shocked by that because they think, no, my greater is look at what I've done. Look at what I've accomplished. Look at what I've accumulated. Well, we know clearly in Scripture, God says, well, my ways are a little bit different than your ways. My thought process is different than yours. That is, honestly, church, meaningless. What does he look at? What is called greater? It's our heart. He calls the condition of your heart greater. And it has nothing to do with outward appearances or outward results. That's why how about 2023, Austin Christian Fellowship, being the year of the heart? 
where we work on our interior lives, where we prepare and build up our interior lives, I think, according to scripture, God would say, great decision in 2023. That was great. Newsflash, can't do this on your own. To love God this way, to pair parts, we need him. Do you see now how in God's wisdom, Jesus said, I'm going away. It's better that I go away. Can you imagine that saying? To that group of people that saw him raise the dead and cast out demons and do miracles and the teaching that they heard in that group of people, he says, I'm going away, but it's better. Well, how could that be? Because I'm gonna bring you a helper. I'm gonna put my spirit in you. See, friends, do you see this? The wisdom of God. We need the spirit of God in us to love God this way. We can't do it on our own. And don't try, because it will exhaust you and wear you out. In 2023, it'll be a terrible year for you if you try to do that on your own. But God, the helper, the spirit of God in you helps you love him. The greatest pleasures as humans that we'll ever experience are spiritual pleasures. They're not earthly pleasures. Those are so temporary, so fleeting. The greatest experience we as humans can ever experience are spiritual in nature. Greater than any of those inferior pleasures, and the greatest of all those, is to love him with all your heart. But, real talk for a second, can we have that? Even if you said, no, I'm going there. Are we settling? Are we settling for the inferior pleasures of the world? And it could it be that we're missing out on the greatest pleasures, which are the spiritual ones of the heart? Could it, could it be that we're settling? 2023, the year of the heart. Let's learn, church, as a family, as a community, how to be good stewards of our hearts. Well, how do we do that? I got three things for you. First, prepare a heart that is undivided. You know, Jesus had a lot to say about distractions in this, in scripture, right? Y'all remember the story of Mary and Martha, great example about distractions. And I think, honestly, I feel sorry for Martha a little bit. I think she gets a bad rap because we always bring her up in these. She was there serving the Lord. It wasn't like she was off the rails She was there serving the Lord, using her gift set. But even so, the Lord said, you kind of missed it a bit. You settled. 
But your sister, Mary, the one sitting at Jesus' feet, the one not doing anything, the Lord says, great decision, Mary. Great decision. Out of your heart and your love for me, you sat at my feet. You didn't settle for the inferior pleasures of doing things. You just be. Is that crazy to think about that in 2023 in our world? With all, think about the messaging that we get. Do, build, go, more, faster. And I think the Lord's saying, don't settle for that. That's the inferior. How about just be? How about just be in your heart? How about just love me? Let's not have distracted, undivided hearts in 2023. The kingdom of God is countercultural. The scribe picked up on that. Did you see that in the scripture in Mark 12? When he said, to love him with all your heart, with all the understanding, with all the strength, to love one's neighbor as self, listen, it's much more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. The scribe was getting the understanding, hey, the being is greater than the doing. The condition of my heart, the interior, is more important than the external. And what was Jesus' response? Oh, scribe, the kingdom of God is not far away from you. You're getting it. Another way of saying that is in the kingdom, the eternal over the external, the inward over the outward. The being over the doing. And Jesus would affirm that saying, great choice. Great decision. Oh, by the way, my kingdom's not far. How about those words, Austin Christian Fellowship in 2023? to hear after a whole year of working on our hearts, working in our interior lives, first love back in the church, a year from now him saying, great choice, Austin Christian Fellowship, the kingdom of God is here. I can't think of much more sweeter words that we could hear. A few years ago, I was invited to San Marcos to a church where there was a group of like-minded pastors from San Antonio to Georgetown that were seeking revival for our area. Um, many, many prophetic words were given to this group of people from literally all over the world about the I-35 corridor. Well, if you read Isaiah 35, that talks about a holy highway. Your homework, why don't you go read Isaiah 35? 
So there's a group of pastors that were gathered that were all seeking revival for our area. And in, invited in was a pastor that had experienced revival in San Antonio. And he'd be kind of the least likely pastor to experience this. He's very, very conservative. Um, but God touched his church. And some of you may know his name. His name was Jack Taylor. And he died recently. Um, and he came and spoke to us. There's about 30 of us in the room. And I got invited in by my mentor, um, Pastor Charles Patterson, who led us. And Jack talked about, he devoted his whole life to one, one thing and one teaching and one writing. If you find any of his books, buy them. They're amazing. But his whole ministry was devoted to the kingdom of God. One thing, the kingdom of God. And he talked about when he left his church in San Antonio, he got sick, was in the hospital, and God gave him a different assignment. He was pastoring about 12,000 people that experienced revival. That's a good day. That's a good pastoring role. And God said, you're gonna lay that down and I want you to spend the rest of your life pouring into spiritual sons. It'll largely be one-on-one or small group setting. You won't have large fanfare, but I want you to spend the rest of your life doing that. And he did. 40-year run of pouring into spiritual sons all over the world. And he talked about that transition, and someone asked a question, Jack, what, tell, tell us about that transition and what happened, because you've got so much fruit in your life, so much fruit in your ministry. And he said this, and friends, I haven't been able to shake this for five years, this saying. And I hope it touches your heart too, right now this morning. He said this, everything changed when I became unambitious about the outward things and 100% ambitious about the inward things. Imagine a year where a church becomes unambitious about the outward things and 100% ambitious about the inward things. What could God do with that church? What could God do with that group of people? I think there'd be an intensity of the Lord fall in this place that would leave us in awe and wonder. Now when I say that word intensity, some of you are thinking, oh, that's scary. No, it's beautiful. Remember in scripture when the glory of God fell in the temple and the priests couldn't even minister because why? They were on their faces with awe and wonderment. That kind of beautiful intensity in the Lord is possible in 2023. But what does it take? It takes hearts that will cultivate that capacity for the intensity of the Lord. Yes? And you cannot do that 
with a distracted heart. So question, what's your current capacity in your heart? So point number one, prepare a heart that is undivided. Amen? Y'all with me? Y'all good? Two, prepare a heart that is uncompromised. We have, in my estimation, a problem in the body of Christ. I'm talking big picture, U.S., big global. Don't be offended by this, but big picture is I see the landscape of Christianity in the U.S. We have a problem in the church. And here's the, church, here's the problem, is many of God's people have picked how they want to love God. They are picking their own definitions of how they want to love God. And here's the result. We have compromise. We have diluted, compromised hearts in the body of Christ. A watered down heart. I had the pleasure of teaching Matthew 5 a a few weeks ago on blessed are the pure in heart. And we talked about this. We talked about the purity of the heart it needs to be back in the church. I just want to remind us again, as the Lord has asked me this week to remind you, we have too much mixture in the church. We need the uncompromised hearts of God in this hour. God wants purity back in the bride, yes? yes? Not watered down, not mixed, certainly not compromised. He wants purity back in the hearts of the people. A, a heart, a pure heart, a cultivated heart, a prepared heart that can carry the new wine. Friends, with everything that I am, I believe we are in the time of new wine in the church. An outpouring of his spirit like we've never experienced. The stuff that we've read about in other times, but we're gonna experience firsthand. A church becoming alive. First love back in the church. Demonstrations of God's power in the church. Well, that will be normal. Healing, deliverance, salvations. All the stuff that we read about in scripture that we long for is coming. It's the new wine. But we have to have hearts ready to handle that. Amen? A compromised wineskin can't carry the new wine. It will burst. Oh, but a fresh wineskin, a fresh heart, an uncompromised heart, a pure heart, a hot heart for the Lord. Oh, that's a heart that can handle and carry the new wine that God wants to pour out. And doesn't that, isn't that what our nation needs right now, friends? Isn't that what people need? They don't need to see a compromised, watered-down bride. 
What this nation needs is the bride of Christ alive and full and operating in all the gift sets. Sheer raw power of God moving. That's what the nation needs. And I believe he's ready to pour it out. But we got to cultivate our hearts. We gotta prepare our hearts to handle that. In John chapter 13 through 17, you don't have to go there, I just wanna kinda throw this out there. I want you to go there this week though if you can. It's some of the greatest teaching by the greatest teacher in my estimation. It's called the Upper Room Discourse. John 13 to John 17, the Upper Room Discourse. Go read it, please. It'll change your life. It's right before Jesus is going to the cross. It's this preparation of getting his friends ready for what they're gonna experience. And what you're gonna see through the Upper Room Discourse is this interwoven theme of ready, love. You're gonna see it all over in the Upper Room Discourse. And in John 14, he uses this term. It is he who loves me. Let me say that again. It is he who loves me. And what he's teaching about is he's making a direct connection between obedience and love. But not obedience that's based upon duty or have to or should, but rather obedience based upon love and affection and adoration for him. And he connects this in John 14, love and affection-based obedience, and he says it is he who loves me. I think one of the greatest things Jesus could ever say to us individually, it is he who loves me. Or it is she who loves me. To love God that way, we can't have an undivided heart and we can't have an uncompromised heart. It's loving him above all else. Amen? So prepare in 2023 a heart that's undivided. Prepare a heart that's uncompromised, that's pure, that can handle the new wine. And the last thing is prepare a heart that is unhurried. First love, love God with all your what? cannot happen in a hurried pace. Just, I gotta tell you that real talk, it just won't happen. Why? Because it's based upon a relationship. Tell me any relationship worth its salt that is rushed in nature. Tell me one. Does it exist? No. Relationships take time. To prepare a heart this way just takes time. 2023, will you make time for the Lord? 
Will you say, Lord, I wanna cultivate a heart for you and I realize it's gonna take time. I can't do this in a rushed nature. I can't do this in a drive-by. I'm gonna have to carve out some time. So Lord, I wanna make a commitment to you today on the first day of the year. I'm gonna make unhurried time with you, Jesus. Would you, would you be willing to do that? Because if you do, go to Amazon, buy a seatbelt because you're gonna need it because he will take you places you never thought possible. He will proverbial blow your mind with the year that you have before you, if, if. I wanna make unhurried time with you, Jesus, a priority this year. Why? Because I love you. And any relationship that has love takes time. Not that I have to, not that I have to do this Bible study, not that I have to get through the Bible one year, because no, I want to, Jesus. Because I love you, and I wanna spend time with you. Oh, if you get that heart, he's gonna do more in this year. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. If you get that in your heart, it's gonna be amazing. So in Mark, Three, if you would go there really quick. He's, he's, verse 13. So he's picking his disciples. Verse 13, y'all there? Awesome. We need a signal when you get to scripture too, so be thinking about that. So do we raise your hand? Do we do a whoop? Do we do a... Go big red. Whatever you think uh, is appropriate, let me know. And he went up to the mountain and called to him those he desired. Talking about his disciples. And they came to him. And he appointed 12. Ready? This is the part I want you to get. So that they might be with him. Is that amazing or what? So he picks these 12 out of what? Intimacy. So they might be with him. You see, the key to the kingdom life is intimacy. And Jesus picked these 12 out of intimacy so they could spend time with him. He picked the 12, ready? Out of friendship. Jesus calls you friend. Did you know that? Now for some of you, that's new. He calls you friend. Do you know what friends do? They spend time with each other. That's what friends do. Not because they have to, because they want to. Your capacity for friendship with the Lord rests in your unhurried time with him. Can I say that again? Your capacity, which my prayer is this year, increases for all of us. Your capacity for friendship with the Lord rests in unhurried time with him. 
Let's become people of the heart. The world needs this. They need to see a church with first love. Let's make a different type of planning and preparation this year, yes? And I'm all for New Year's resolutions, I'm all for all those things. But we're missing it, we're settling for the lesser. I'm all in for, I wanna go to the gym and work out, I'm, I'm, I'm in on that, but I'm really not, that's. <laughs> got a guy up there laughed at, I have to, I'm not into that, but if I were, I'm okay with that. But don't settle. That's the lesser. The superior is the condition of our hearts. And let's work on that in 2023 and see what God would do with a group of people that made a commitment saying, I wanna work on my interior life. I want first love. God, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I wanna dedicate to you 2023 from my heart to you. What would he do with Austin Christian Fellowship? Um, let me give you three things on applications, how to do this. There, there's a ton, but I just wanna bless you with three that I think are important. How, how, how to cultivate a heart that is undivided, uncompromised, and unhurried. How do we do that? Let me give you three things really quick. And our worship team's coming, and we're just gonna worship our way out this year. I can't think of a better way to end this service and start 2023 by bringing an offering to the Lord as we walk out of here as we worship, yes? yes. Y'all agree with that? Okay. How to prepare a heart that is undivided, uncompromised, and unhurried. Number one, be vulnerable. I want you to give away your heart this year, not protect it. Hearts are meant to be given away not protected and hoarded. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, but you don't know my situation. I don't, you're right. I know some of them, but I don't know all of them. And I know some of you have had your heart wounded, especially the last few years, have been very tough on hearts. I know this. But I'm asking you, Take a risk in the Lord. And just say, Lord, this scares me beyond measure. And I so want to protect my heart. Because it's been broken, it's been bruised, it's nicked up, and the last thing I can do is give my heart away. I get that. And so does he. Give away your heart in 2023 and let him be your protector. Give your heart away, church. And it takes risk, it takes big courage, it takes faith. But as John Wimber said, faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Sorry, this just happens. I stopped caring a long time ago. And the spirit just moves in my heart. This is what happens.
The reason is I'm heartbroken because so many of you are heartbroken. But the way out is through. And you have to let the Lord handle all this for you. And he can't handle it if you're hoarding it. He can't handle it if you're white-fisting your heart. Trust him. Be vulnerable. He'll minister to you. He loves you. He'll handle your heart, but give it away. Amen? Number two, be disciplined. Again, not in a duty-based, but in a love relationship. Be disciplined, though. Be disciplined in the word. We're gonna help you with that. Eight weeks of this. Be disciplined in the word. Get in the word. It's not a historical document to be studied. It's a love letter to you. Don't you wanna read a love letter every day that someone wrote you that loves you more than you could possibly have? Don't you wanna read this and see what he says about you? Not just a document, not just a spiritual exercise, a love letter, a relationship. So be disciplined in the word, be disciplined in worship. We have this amazing team that, can, that teaches us every week how to worship and praise, follow their leadership, cultivate a heart of worship for the Lord, a discipline to worship, and be disciplined in prayer. The word, worship, prayer. Be disciplined. Let's be, let's, let's be disciplined at the things that matter most. Amen? If you've prayed with me in our prayer ministry, you hear me say this all the time, God, shock me now rather than shock me later. I'd rather not now if I'm off course rather than later. I wanna be great at the things that matter in the kingdom. Amen? I want the Lord to see when I see him face to face, Chris, great choice. You made great decision. If I'm off course, I'd rather have him tell me now. So I want my life to matter at the things that matter in the kingdom. The rest, wood, hay, and stubble. It's gonna be burned up. I want those precious metals and jewels before the Lord. And the last thing is, shocker, be unhurried. Cultivate a heart of intimacy that's focused. Last thing I want you to think about as we worship. What do you think God would do in 2023 if we go after the year of the heart? What do you think God would do with a group of people that really went after first love and loving him with all of our heart? What do you think God would do with a group of people that said, I desire you and I'm gonna become ambitious about you more than anything else? What do you think he'd do in 2023? I don't know exactly, but I can say with great confidence It'd be more than any of us could ever dream of. To me, that's worth going after. So Lord, we're gonna worship you now. 
with all of our heart the best that we can. Some of us came in here with a lot to offer you. Some of us came in here with a little. It doesn't matter. We're gonna now worship you as best that we can with all of our heart, with intimacy. And just ask that this moment would be a catalyst for our year, Lord. 2023, the year of the heart, Lord. Would you take this brief moment now of worship and praise and do something significant? We're gonna try our best to focus in on your face and stare at you, God, with all of our heart right now. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand and worship with me?